Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library, and today I have a great guest on. And the reason why I say this guest is great is because I remember probably a little over a year ago of, you know, seeing some of the content and the things that he was sharing on LinkedIn and the insight. And even for myself, just the things that I learned from the post that he was sharing of being a professional in the finance space, but knowing that, you know what, finance should be playing a bigger, more impactful, important role in how business actually operates and how we set goals and even work towards achieving those goals. So I'm very excited to bring on a great guest, Anders Lou Lindbergh. Welcome to the show, Anders. Thanks a lot, Terrell. Thanks for the intro. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I know that there are thousands, I mean, right now there's but over 50,000 people who probably had a, a very similar experience of mine of seeing the content you created over the years. So, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and, and what really got you started with really putting out the information that you put out. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for asking that, Terrell. So uh, if, if we go all the way back, I mean, I've been 13 years in, in corporate with the global transport logistics company Merce, which is the biggest shipping company in the world, container shipping company. And I've always been in, in their finance function, working different controller roles. In Europe, controller role is sort of like more an entry kind of level role. Um, and then I've been a finance manager in the US, actually in Houston, Texas. And, and then I've served in various business partner and business partner project type of roles. Um, and so, you know, that, that was my whole my whole corporate upbringing. But I guess the, the, the other side of the story starts maybe back in 2012, where I get to the US and my finance manager role, and I sort of, you know, figure out how to do that. And then I have sort of some excess capacity or spare time where I really just start to share content and, and write a few blog pieces on a few sites to just, you know, share share my story and my thoughts because I didn't see a lot of finance practitioners sharing their thoughts. I mean, lots of consultants and of course, you know, big four uh, people and all that, but not a lot of practitioners really sharing their stories. I thought, why not, right? Just to build the, build my brand somehow. Um, so I started doing that and, you know, then I did it more and more on LinkedIn where I, I share stuff, but then I started blocking there in 2014. And since 2014, I've been blocking at least every week on LinkedIn. And now it's like three blog posts a week that come out and a weekly post. And of course I engage with people and all that stuff. So it's, it's kind of a lot. And uh, of course, that has also helped me become a co-author of a book about business partnering. It's helped me uh, launch a company. And you know, it's, it's been a wild ride while I was doing all this corporate stuff at, uh, at Maersk as well. But really, it was just born out of the passion of telling practical stories and cases that could help other practitioners uh, do the same or move towards a more impactful role in the company. Awesome. Awesome. Now, you know, when you started out just, you know, sharing, like I said, your experience, you know, what was kind of the, the, the reception that people had when you, I mean, because it was like you said, there weren't that many accounting and finance practitioners that were doing it. So how did people kind of respond when you first started doing it? I think to, to be honest, I mean, most of the response was probably internally in my company saying, is this guy looking for another job, right? Because that's, that, that, that's what happened back then, right? If you were active on LinkedIn, then people thought he or she is looking for a job. Uh, I actually had a manager sit down with me when he, you know, he joined uh, the team I was part of and uh, to become a manager. And he sat me down after like a week or two and said, 
uh, hey, great to meet you. And, you know, I was just taking the LinkedIn profiles of the people that are going to be in my team and uh, seeing that you were you're really active there. Uh, you know, are you, are you really here or are you looking for another job? And, and I guess some of that stuck, you know, throughout the years. But, but luckily, of course, you know, there was a huge loyal following building. And of course, I connected with lots of people as well. And, uh, and you know, they're very much appreciative of everything that comes out. I mean, you always get the, the, the lone person that doesn't really like it from time to time. But I mean, now it's, it's, it's you know, hugely positive reception of almost anything I do. And people really appreciate me both pushing the profession, but also sharing stuff that can help individuals move in whatever direction they want to go, but at least move out of that comfort zone. Accountant sits in front of the screen, never gets out of the office. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, you know, as you started kind of moving through, you know, the, the early days of, of your career, you know, what was there something that really triggered it for you to like to, to really start thinking like, hey, I need to break away from the stereotype and really actually become more of a partner in the business? Uh, so I, I guess it didn't come from myself per se, but I started as a, as a financial controller. Right. So it was very much. At a, at a group level in my company, working with, you know, huge numbers, but had no relationship with the numbers. And I'm not sure where it came from, but I, I really wanted to get closer to the business. That was, that was a key point for me because I thought I cannot really do much with these numbers, right? I report them to go into an annual account, but I can't do much with them. I can't do any insightful analysis, you know, so I wanted to get closer to the business. So I went from being a financial controller to being a business controller. And, and while I was in this role, which was a lot about management reporting and doing uh, also consolidated financial statements for a business unit, then, uh, then uh, you know, I was, uh, I was pushed towards this, this partnering concept because we were implementing it in, uh, in the company. And uh, the first thing I really just saw, I think was like a, this pyramid that had you know, decision support in the top and has some analysis in the middle and transactional in the bottom. So that was like the first image and say, okay, we've got to move from here up to here and become business partners. No real guidance and, no, and not much, but then suddenly we were business partners and that was what we were asked to do. And so I guess I was, you know, both having a natural interest, but also just pushed in that direction from uh, by the company. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and, and that's been an amazing thing of, like I said, the, the insight that you shared there, even like I said, with the book that you've been a part of. So how much of that philosophy has now infused, you know, the work that you do now? I'd say 100%, 110% even. So the work I do now, I mean, it's, it's, it's all inspired by what I've experienced in my career, both for myself and also what I've seen from others. And of course, you know, the, the hundreds of talks I've had with professionals over the years. Um, and now, you know, everything I do is about, you know, the concept of business partnering and helping finance and FPNA professionals really just elevate the influence in whatever company that, that, that they work in. And, you know, I'm, I'm privileged to say I can do this every day. And it's what I'm passionate about. And it's, you know, really just fuels my purpose of helping all these professionals get, uh, you know, have successful careers and what they want. So it's 110%. Awesome. Now, speaking of, uh, you know, the work that you do now. So if people are looking to do business with you, can you describe kind of what your business is and, and kind of the type of work you do now? Yeah, so we sort of have three, uh, three lines of business. 
the first one is around research networking, where we develop all the, the content and our point of views, ebooks, and other things. And we also have a roundtable, albeit just for the largest Danish companies, because we are Danish based. Um, and then I'm also getting into what I guess you can call influencer marketing, where I work for typically software companies and write about the challenges that their customers, which also finance and FBA professionals, are facing. And I don't promote products, but I promote the issues and talk about how you could potentially solve those issues. And then, you know, it could be sponsored content, for instance, uh, that, that they would put in. So that's, that's the first bit. The second bit, which is really what is, is, is scorching hot right now in the market, and that's learning and development for, for the finance people, right? So we work with corporate teams where we take them on what we call learning journeys. Each month we would tackle a different topic. It could be influencing skills, executive communication, or problem solving, for instance. And then we tackle that topic in a training session. Then they go out and try it in real life. They get some coaching and feedback from the leaders. And then they come back the next month to tackle the next topic. And we will, of course, follow up on what, what have they done. And, and this, this is what we're really doing a lot of the, these days. Uh, of course, it used to be face-to-face. -face. Now we just do it virtually. And we look forward to getting back to face-to-face -face, uh, again. But that also means we can you know, work for clients all over the world. So right now I'm working for a client in Eastern Europe, in Southeast Asia, and uh, in Denmark. Just to just to name a few, and that's you know wow. that that's pretty pretty exciting. Uh, the last bit is more classic consulting, where we do uh, foundational work in terms of operating model for the finance function, organizational design, and frameworks around business partnering and capability models in terms of what should we develop to become business partners so that we can take them on the learning journey. Um, those that those are the main things we do, and of course you know we, we do other things as well. But that those are really the main things. Okay, awesome. So if someone's interested in doing business with you or they're interested in seeing, you know, where you're posting the content, where can they find you guys online or on social media? You can always find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm pretty active and engaged there, of course, with my own content and other people's content. But, you know, I always respond to, to messages as long as they're sane and sound. So, you know, feel free to reach out at any time. And, you know, people are doing this. Uh, you know, now we're talking business as well, right? I'm, I use LinkedIn, of course, for, for content marketing purposes and trying to, you know, uh, develop business and develop leads and, and people do reach out because of that. So, you know, that, that stuff works. Mm -hmm. And I can attest to that because there have been quite a few posts that I posted on like the, my a new show, the small business CFO, where you've commented and engaged and, and very grateful for your, your feedback. I know some of the posts that you shared, I've learned and commented on. So yeah, you, you've been very good about that. Thanks. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, you know, one last question I would ask is, you know, when you think about, you know, all that you've learned as far as, you know, be, being a business partner and working with it, the drivers of the business and really developing that relationship to the numbers, you know, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with business owners? So, uh, of course, you know, if you work as a business partner, you typically work inside of a company, right? Uh, if you're a business owner, it might be a bit different. So I'll try to split it up in, in two times two pieces of advices, if, uh, if I may. Um, so, so if you work inside of a company, you work in finance and you're a business partner, the first thing is always to get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone every single day if you can, right? Because that's how you develop and honestly speaking, we're talking about, you know, accountants and, and finance professionals who like to stay within their, their, their cage or in front of their screen. So, so get out of that. Uh, and, and really, you know, it follows on to the second thing, get close to the people that, you know, you support that actually runs and drives the business. 
go sit next to them, get out of the finance office, forget about the finance office, think of it as like it doesn't exist anymore. Go sit next to your stakeholders, understand them, get to know them, understand the numbers in a much better context, and then you can help them make better decisions. Uh, so that, I guess, is the one part of the equation. If you're a business owner and you know, I've just been a business owner for a few years and really just an entrepreneur for the past year, and I guess what I've learned is, is one, to, to be agile, especially in this environment here, right? So, you know, I come out as, a, as an independent entrepreneur and COVID hits almost right away. So I had to revamp my, you know, myself and my offerings. And that, that's really when I, I, I figured out this, this influencer marketing bit where I could use my platform in a different way. And that sort of, you know, you know got me going uh, for, for the first, uh, let's say, six months. And the second bit is really just, and that goes to business partners as well, build and develop relationships, right? The more and you can do this and the better you get at it, the more successful you will be in almost anything that you do, right? So build and develop these relationships because that's, that's what's going to feed you, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't have any relationships, people are not going to buy from you. They're not going to trust you. So you have to build and nurture those relationships and don't expect immediate results. It takes it takes a while. I mean, I've been building my own brand for like we talk almost 10 years now. And I only recently, I really started to leverage it uh, for, for business purposes, you can say. And it's been, I guess it's been transformational for me to the extent where I really enjoy these business development, sales and marketing activities almost more than actually being a business partner, which I was before. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for, like you said, the, the great content that you're sharing, the great work that you're doing. I, I think, you know, the profession as a whole, I think it, it is, is becoming better because of, you know, individuals like yourself that are putting out content to really challenge us to get out of that comfort zone and to become more active in really being a business partner and helping drive businesses forward. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure, Terrell. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Finance and Accounting Show. If you like what you heard, don't be selfish. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and then share this with a friend because you know a business owner that could definitely use this insight. So be sure to hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, and turn on the notification bell so you get all the updates when we release a new episode.